they use silver in hospitals for burn patients because it, it heals your skin. It helps to heal your skin. Um, diabetics wear socks that have silver in them because they have to keep their feet free from infection. Welcome to Mindful Businesses presented by Sarani and I'm your host Vidya Ayer. In our podcast, we bring to you brands which are mindful in their practices and processes. A mindful business adopts and employs sustainable social, economic and environmental practices. In this episode, we'd like to take a moment to answer the question that our listeners have asked us. How do we find these brands to feature on our show? We find the brands online and some are recommended to us by our listeners. But in no event do we accept samples, products or promotions from these brands. Our strong belief is that it keeps our podcast neutral, informative and an unbiased way to share mindful business practices with our listeners. Today, we have with us Laurie Garnier, creator of Silver Spun Goods, Silver Infused Socks, the healthiest socks that you will ever wear. Welcome, Laurie. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Tell me why silver? What's so special about silver? Well, silver has been used as a healing property forever, pretty much. And I read about somebody that had some sort of cotton type yarn that was spun with silver. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. And I looked to see if we had anything here in the States like that and couldn't find anything. So I thought, well, shoot, I'm just going to make it. But before I did that, I wanted to research about um, the silver. And so I found so many interesting things about silver. You know, all these little tidbits that I love to tell people like, um, you know, that saying born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Yes. You know. Okay. So what does that mean to you? Somebody who's wealthy. Yeah, exactly. And that's what everybody says. But originally, it meant they were healthy because they used to eat on silver utensils and silver kills germs. So they tended to be healthier. Now, granted, if you were able back in the 1800s and the 1700s able to, you know, afford silver utensils, the odds are you were also very wealthy. But the silver is what kept them healthy. So the healthy eventually came to be wealthy. But that sort of got me to thinking, well, you know, what other stories do we have about the silver and, and why people have been using silver? They use silver in hospitals for burn patients because it, it heals your skin. It helps to heal your skin. Um, diabetics wear socks that have silver in them because they have to keep their feet free from infection and that sort of thing. And then a couple of the other stories that I found that um, like during the American Civil War, after a battle was over, the doctors from both sides would go out into the field to see if there was anybody still alive, right? And in their doctor bags, they carried silver wires. And if they found anyone that was still alive, what they would do is they would stick that silver wire into, I know it's kind of gross, but they'd stick the silver wire into the bullet wound and that would help prevent infection. And the odds of that person surviving were a little better than the ones that didn't because you can imagine that infection would just take over like crazy, right? True. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's why I decided to do silver because silver, it's a therapeutic yarn and that's what I wanted to develop was a therapeutic yarn and silver seemed to be the way to go. 
Yes, all along history, we've heard of instances where silver was used for medicinal purposes, like you stated. Like even from Hippocrates to the 20th century, some of the tubes are lined with silver to prevent infection. And like you said, in the hospitals in Rhodes, mm-hmm. Greece, the knights who were attending to the wounded soldiers uh, realized the ones who ate off silver tableware did not fall as ill as the others. So, Isn't it, that crazy? Yes, yes. Yeah. Does copper have the same effect in terms of conductivity and in and other copper pot? It does. There is um, a product that I actually got my hands on that did have copper. Silver tends to have a better effect than copper does, but, but silver is the number one conductor. Let's say silver gets four stars and copper gets two stars. So how did your journey start? You know how you Google, you used to Google yourself? <laughs> I was not famous <laughs> enough to Google myself. Oh, I wasn't Googling me. <laughs> I was Googling my company. Uh, before I started Silver Spun Goods, I had another company. I actually had two companies. I had the Feel Good Yarn Company, which is the company that I, I still have that produces the yarn with the silver in it. But then prior to that, I had another company called Knit Out of the Box. And one day I just sat down and I Googled Knit Out of the Box. And this company came up that had a very similar name. And I'm like, what, what, how could they have the same name as my company? Well, it turns out that they weren't in the States or anything like that, but they did have a yarn that had silver in it. And I thought that was pretty cool. I ordered some because I had never even heard of anything like it before. So I ordered some and it was very coarse, but it was instead of plied, which means it's um, wound, spun. So anyway, this particular yarn happened to be chain. It's like a crochet chained in, as opposed to plied. And um, it was kind of coarse and didn't really like it, but I thought it was an awesome thing to have yarn. And it was cotton as well, to have cotton yarn spun with silver. So I just decided that I was going to make it myself. <laughs> I didn't know anything about having yarn made, but you know, I've been knitting since I was six years old. Textiles has just sort of been part of me forever. And so um, someone turned me on to the textile college at North Carolina State University. So I called them up and this was back in uh, December of 2013. So I called them up and I said, you know, I want to spin a cotton yarn with silver. And I'm sure they like took the phone away from their their ear and just sort of looked at it like, who is this crazy woman? How does she think we're going to do this? But they agreed to have me come down and talk to them. I went down. Um, it was like two weeks before Christmas in um, 2013. I live in DC and it's and they're in Raleigh, North Carolina. So it took me about five hours to get there. And I got there and my contact met me in, in the uh, parking lot. And he said, okay, this is great because the dean of the school also wants to meet with you. And I was like, oh man, this is awesome, right? We go to the dean's office and the he, he comes around his desk and he shakes my hand and he said, I've only got 15 minutes and then I'm out of here. And I'm like, oh man, (laughs) you know, I just drove five and a half hours. So I better make this good. So we sat down at this table in his office and, you know, I start presenting my idea and needless to say, an hour and a half later, we're all sitting there. He blew off his appointment and they agreed to make some prototypes for me. Now, 
up until this point, they had never made a yarn for the hand knitting market because that's what I wanted to do. I, the hand knitting market was sort of what I have, what I know and what I had been in for quite some time. So when you say hand knitting, it is just, you know, the knitting with the needles. Correct. So in other words, people with knitting needles would buy my yarn and make things. You know, they'd make sweaters or socks or hats or whatever, but they would do it by hand. It would not be done by machine. And also that meant that they would just buy the skeins of yarn. They wouldn't buy something already ready to wear like I'm doing now. They had never actually spun any yarn for the hand knitting market. Mostly the yarn that they were spinning was for to eventually be made into fabrics. So it was much, much thinner. The first prototype he came up with me was <laughs> it wasn't very good. Um, it was a little too thin and he just took the silver and wrapped it around the yarn. And as a hand knitter, can't have anything sort of wrapped around the yarn because the tips of the needle are going to get stuck. So we went back to the drawing board and after about three prototypes, he finally came up with something that I thought would work. And it was 100% cotton, U.S. cotton, spun with the silver. And so he made up like I think the initial run he made for me was maybe a hundred skeins. And so I said, okay, there's a very small fiber festival coming up. I'm going to get a booth and see if this stuff sells. Cause I didn't even know if it, if I had a market for it, you know? So I went to the festival and most of the people there, they were all um, animal fibers, um, wool or alpaca. I was the only one that, that had cotton. It was a two-day festival, and by the second day, I had sold almost all of my stock. And so I thought, whoa, I guess I have something here. And I went back to Tim, who is my spinner. I said, Tim, I think we have something here, so I want to order some and make some. So that's where we are. And so what I did is, let's see, in April of 2014, I launched the Feel Good Yarn Company, which, and I only had one item, which was my silver spun yarn, did really, really well with it. The next year, I went back to the same festival and took the yarn, and by now I have it branded and I have labels and all that sort of stuff. And I have been marketing it as a therapeutic yarn. The silver gives it antibacterial, antimicrobial, and thermal properties and conductive properties. So the antibacterial is basically you can knit a pair of socks with this yarn and because the silver tends to kill odor causing bacteria, you can sort of wear the socks a little longer than you would a normal pair of socks, right? The antimicrobial kills germs, so it's great for people that are diabetic that have to keep their feet free from infection. And then the thermal properties it really works. It helps people that have arthritis because it tends to keep the joints warm. Um, and then the conductive properties, which if I would have paid more attention in chemistry, I would have known that silver is a conductive element, right? You can knit a pair of gloves with it, with my yarn and, uh, use your touch screen and use your phone. You don't have to take your gloves off because of the conductive properties. So it has these four amazing qualities that most yarns don't have. So why did you pick uh, cotton? You know why I picked cotton is because I like cotton. Also because there are a number of people that they have an, um, an aversion or they have an allergy to animal fibers. And cotton is what's grown down in North Carolina. And um, that's where the cotton industry was based. So Tim, my spinner, that's what he really knows. He knows cotton. Because cotton is hard to knit with, right? Well, that's the other thing. It's funny that you should... Are you a knitter? Barely. 
But you're right. You're right. Most people, I was, I did not like to knit with cotton. The reason being is it has no give and it's very hard on your hands, especially if you used a mercerized cotton. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, you know, you can knit a beautiful sweater that's like, let's say it's at your waist when you finish it. But by the time you've worn it a couple of times, it could be down to your knees because it stretches and it has no memory. So it just stays that way, right? It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. There's nothing you can do about it. Well, the great thing about my silver spun yarn is that it has a memory because the silver, I wanted to have some sort of memory in the cotton so that it wouldn't be hard on your hands. Because if I'm marketing it to people that have arthritis and things like that, you know, they're not going to knit with a cotton that's going to hurt their hand, right? The silver is wrapped with a very, very fine piece of lycra that gives it elasticity so the silver fiber doesn't break, but it also gives the yarn a memory. So this yarn is stretchy. So it goes back to the way you knit it. So if you knit a pair of socks, they're going to stay that way. Um, They're not going to get bigger. If you knit a sweater, it's going to stay at your waist and not your hips. So So how do you spin it? Is it machine spun or is it hand spun? Mm -hmm. It's machine spun. They have a whole lab down there at NC State. The other reason that my yarn is so soft is that it's combed twice. So normally you just comb the cotton once to get all of the fibers, you know, and to get all the gunk out and all that sort of stuff and then get all the fibers going one way. But we comb it twice to give it an additional softness. And then it goes through the whole process of being carded and spun and and all that sort of stuff. And and then in the end, he had to come up with a way to actually add the silver to get the silver in. Because the silver is actually spun around each ply. And the yarn is a two-ply yarn. So each ply actually has silver in it. If you took the plies apart, you would still have silver, the same amount of silver in each ply. Yes, and I wanted to add... um um, silver is so malleable. It's so soft. Mm-hmm. There are some saris woven in India with silver threads. And yes. The way you test that it's pure silver is it should feel as soft as the silk that it's woven into. Yeah. Because when somebody thinks of a metal thread, they're thinking of a copper wire going through. And in and silver is very, very soft. Very malleable. Very. Well, you know, it's interesting you should bring that up because before I went to NC State, I was having the the person that I found oh, um, overseas, I ordered some from them and I was going to sell it here in the state. So I was sort of going to be the distributor here in the state. And I went to show and sold a bunch of this yarn and then put in my order with them and then had them send it to me. And one of the one of the selling factors was you could make gloves with it. And because of the conductivity, you could um, use your cell phone. Well, some of the yarn came back and I sent it out <clears throat> to my customers. They contacted me and said, you know, it's not working the way it's supposed to work. And so what I had to do is send the yarn that I'd gotten from overseas up to FIT, mm-hmm. the Fashion mm-hmm. Institute, and have it tested. And they said, yep, well, there's some sort of metal in here, but it's not silver. So I have no idea what happened, but that's actually what got me wanting to make the yarn myself, you know, because I thought it was a very cool concept, but you have to use the real thing. You have to use silver. Otherwise, it's not going to work. You need to have quality control. Quality control. And I wasn't able to do that if I was doing it from overseas. So now I know where my cotton's coming from. 
All my cotton is grown in the state. Initially, we used only North Carolina grown cotton, but we're getting some now from Texas and some uh, mostly from Texas. My silver supplier is here in the state. So I, I, everything that I do is, everything I do is, is um, here in the state. So I don't have to worry about quality control in that regard. So is there a level of purity you require for the purpose of providing the benefit to the wearer? My silver is um, 99.9% pure. My supplier is the same supplier that supplies the U.S. military with their silver. So um, it's very pure. <laughs> higher than even sterling. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Tell us a little bit more about the dyes you use. So, you know, one of the things when I started this new company, when I started um, Silver Spun Goods, and I also did this back when I had Feel Good Yarn Company as well. But when I had Feel Good Yarn Company, my ultimate goal was to always make this yarn available to more people. You know, I mean, there are only so many people out there that can knit their own socks, right? And so uh, the goal was to do ready to wear, which is what I'm doing now. And with both companies, I wanted to make my environmental footprint as small as I could. Um, so that's why everything is stateside and dyeing one of the most um, polluting industries out there. I said, if I'm going to dye this yarn, it has to be naturally dyed. So I found a woman up in Lancaster County, PA, Pennsylvania, who uses only natural dyes. But the other really cool thing that she does is that they put the dye baths, you know, everything, all of the waste, because it's all natural they put it right back into the soil. They use the dye, the dye, you know, they get all the dye out of it, and then they put all of that waste, which is clean waste, back into the soil to sort of regenerate the soil. And so at this point, we're, um, we only have one color, which is gray. My customers would love for to have blue, but you know, blue is indigo. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure you know that indigo comes off on your hands or your feet. And I just, I used to have indigo um, for the yarn company because knitters, they understand that natural dyeing, you know, some of it can come off on your hands and, and your skin. But, you know, with my new company, I didn't want customers freaking out that their feet were turning blue because it's, it's a little more difficult to explain to them like, well, go wash your feet and everything will be fine, <laughs> you know. But at this point, we're just using an iron, um, a natural iron that, that gives us this beautiful gray color. Talk a little bit about your new company. Um, what do you make? You've alluded to that. So Silver Spun Goods, like I said, my goal was to always make go into ready to wear. And so we started with socks because this yarn, is perfect for socks. So we're using the yarn that I produce, which is called um, Silver Spun Yarn, which I've trademarked and everything. But instead of just selling it to the hand knitting market, I am now using it to make ready to wear. And the first thing I wanted to do was to make socks. And so I needed to find a sock manufacturer and I wanted to find someone here in the States. And so I found a family owned sock company down in Hickory, North Carolina. I went down and visited them and they showed me their whole process. We set up an initial order. So what we're making right now is we're making, um, I call them a footy sock, which is a short little sock. It shows above your shoe and then a crew sock. One of the things that I wanted to do was make these socks of 
um, so that men or women can wear them. The design that I chose is very neutral. It's very nice. It's really, it's a very, very pretty sock. So we're doing the footy sock and the crew sock right now. And then later this fall, we're going to introduce a knee sock or an over the calf sock. And then also I have a boot sock, which this is kind of cool. So the foot of the sock is made with silver spun, which gives you the benefits of the antibacterial, you know, the odor causing germs being killed and all that sort of stuff and the warmth because of the thermal properties but then the leg of the sock is with a recycled wool and um they're, they're really cool and when i think of recycled wool and you probably too do as well as well as your listeners probably do they think of wool i was thinking that it was you know they took old sweaters and recycled the wool and made it into new wool, clean the wool and all that sort of stuff. But the recycled part is actually plastic bottle. Oh. Isn't that cool? So there's wool, mm -hmm. but the wool is spun with recycled plastic bottles. They have a way to make a fiber out of that. So when they say wool, they actually just mean a yarn. Yeah, it's more of a yarn, but there is some wool in it though. So it's, okay. it's mixed with both. It's spun with both. Isn't that cool? So, yeah, terribly cool. I know. So um, I've got those coming out. Then I've, I wanted to make gloves, and I found a glove manufacturer in upstate New York. I'm very excited about the gloves, but I can't bring out too many products at once, you know? <laughs> so we're going to do the socks first, and then if all goes well, hopefully the beginning of next year, we will introduce the gloves. So what proportion of the silver is to the fabric in terms of, say, 1%, 2%? 5%. silver. And you have to have at least 4%, I think it is, in order to have the properties that I've been talking about actually work. So in other words, to get the antibacterial properties, you have to have at least 4% silver. And we have 5%. And how easy are these socks to wash? They're super easy because you do not have to hand wash them. You do not have to coddle them. You just, I throw them in the washing machine and you can throw them in the dryer. Because part of the process, when they make the socks, after they've knit them on these really cool machines, they actually wash everything. So they're all pre-shrunk. So they wash them, then they put them on these sock form. They look like a, like a sock. And then they put them through a heating process to dry them. And then when they come out the other end, they're pre-shrunk and they're all ready to go. On your website, you had mentioned that the socks, these cotton socks are almost as warm as the wool socks. Yes. What makes it warm? Just the the silver. The, the silver has its own thermal properties. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty it's pretty incredible. In fact, I've had testimonials, unsolicited testimonials, mind you. Um, I had one woman who, whose mother had been knitting her whole life and her mom was like in her 80s or something. And her arthritis was so bad that she had to stop knitting. This customer made her mom a pair of fingerless gloves and sent them to her and didn't say, you know, mom, these gloves are going to make your hands feel better. But she said, just put these on and see if you can knit with them. And within two hours, her mother was knitting again because the gloves, they had made her knuckles feel better and she was able to get the mobility back in her finger. This whole process seems so cool. It's so cool. The craziest testimonial I got was, remember that fiber festival I was telling you about mm -hmm. that I went to? So the first year a customer was in there and she came back the second year. And by this time, my booth was full. So this woman walks in and she goes, I just have to tell you, I bought some of your yarn last year and I have a friend who has MS. And she said um, she'd lost the use of her left arm. And so she said she knit her a sleeve out of my yarn and gave it to her. 
and said, just put this on and see if it makes your, uh, your arm feel any better. And she said that her friend called her up the next day and said, I can use my arm again. And so she's telling this story in the middle of my booth with that's filled with people. And, you know, they all stopped what they were doing and they were listening to her story. And I said, I was like, I was flabbergasted. And then I said, can you just stay here all day and keep, keep telling that story? <laughs> Because everybody in the booth then, of course, bought some yarn. It was crazy. It was crazy. A customer Mm -hmm. went on to my website and you can leave reviews if you want. And this one customer said, I wear these socks because I guess he flies a lot or something. And he says, I take these socks with me every time I'm on the airplane and they're amazing. They not only keep your feet warm, he said, but the compression because of the, um, the lycra in the cotton. He said... It's like a compression sock. He said they're amazing for flying. So have you patented this process or at least the design? Everybody, everybody asks me that. I did not come up with the idea of putting silver into fibers because you being from India, you know, they've used silver in textiles for ages, right? So I cannot um, patent the process, unfortunately. But I have trademarked everything and trying to protect myself as much as I can. And to be perfectly honest with you, I thought when I started creating the hand knitting yarn that somebody was going to copy me. A bigger company was going to come along and start producing a cotton yarn with silver in it. And then that would be all that I wrote. And nobody ever did. And I think the reason is, is because this yarn is incredibly expensive to produce. One pound of silver costs me over $200. It's very expensive to produce. So I'm sure that's why most people don't do it. But I'll do it. (laughs) Tell our listeners your website and where they can go to buy the yarn and the socks. The name of the company is silverspungoods.com. So you go to silverspungoods.com and then that's where you can purchase the socks. I have actually worked out, it was a dream for me. There's a yarn company called Jimmy Beans Wool that's based out in Reno, Nevada. And she has a huge online presence for the hand knitting and crocheting market. And so she now sells my yarn because I didn't want my yarn to go. I still wanted my yarn to be available to um, my hand knitting customers because I had the most loyal customers on the planet. I'm telling you, I had one woman in Iceland. She must have $1,200 worth of my yarn. One day I emailed her and I said, what are you doing with all of this stuff? Because every time put out an email and saying, here's a free pattern and, and she would buy it. And I had numerous customers and I thought these people have helped me grow my business over the these last six years. So I just can't not have it available to them anymore. So I contacted Laura at Jimmy Beans Wool and I said, would you be interested in carrying this yarn for me? Because I don't want to sell it anymore via my website. And she said yes. So people can go to jimmybeanswool.com and um, look up Silver Spun and they can buy the yarn there. So Laurie, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I think we could talk for another hour. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to talk more about it. This has been, I'm so glad that you called me. Thank you, Laurie, for being mindful and coming on our show. If you're a creator of a mindful brand or would like to recommend a mindful brand to be featured on our show, send us a message on our Facebook or Instagram page. We recorded this podcast at Q1067 in Lafayette, Indiana. Tatum Gale composed the music for this podcast. 
This is Mindful Businesses with Vidya Iyer.